Welcome to SL Advisors Talks Markets. I'm Simon Lack. At SL Advisors, we know it's important to stay ahead of inflation. We think about where interest rates are going and what this means for markets. Pipeline companies may offer inflation protection through the energy transition. We identify other sectors with the ability to maintain their margins when prices are rising. Nothing we say should be construed as a sale of securities, which can only be made through the relevant prospectus. In this week's podcast, I'm going to discuss the new outlook investors have on the energy sector. Jim Cramer, whether you love him or hate him, is always entertaining. He catches the mood of the market and his thought process can be helpful. I don't follow his stock picks. He's always on Twitter responding to people who say his track record sucks. I imagine if he was really good, he'd be too busy for TV. But because he's on every night, he could be reflective of what many people are thinking. Here he is changing his outlook on the energy sector recently. Big oil, as he calls it. I spent years warning that oils were uninvestable. Now I love them. Was I wrong to call them uninvestable? I don't think so. Before the bottom in 2020, this group spent years in the doghouse. Of course, there's no longer the case. From the perspective of a money manager, there's no shame in flip-flopping. Call me crazy. But when the facts change, I change my mind. I want to make money. Years ago, Kramer said the energy sector was uninvestable. Kramer's change of heart reflects what a growing number of investors are starting to conclude. We're on calls every day with clients and prospects. They're intrigued by the yields, the reduced spending on new projects, the growing free cash flow, the stronger balance sheets, and the sector's continued outperformance of the market. So what changed with the oil companies? When the price of crude was much lower, I warned you away from the group because historically oil producers had very little discipline. Whenever oil ticked up in price, they drill like crazy, even then flooding the market with supply and weakening the profits. The whole industry was also loathed by a generation of money managers who knew that oil was like big tobacco because of the devastation they caused the environment. Over the last couple of years, though, the oil business has a whole new attitude. Kramer's talking about the oil and gas producers here, but financial discipline has come back into the pipeline sector too. The whole industry has got the message that investors don't want more output and more building. They want more cash flow per share. They want dividend hikes and buybacks. This is what the energy sector is once again starting to deliver. Over the past five years, investors in energy, including midstream infrastructure, where we specialize, have had to confront three major headwinds. The first was the shale revolution, which was a huge win for America, but not for investors because companies pumped too much capital into new projects, depressing prices for oil and gas and winding up with excess pipeline capacity, for example, for crude coming out of the Permian Basin in West Texas. At the same time as the industry was over-investing, the energy transition was looming. Wall Street started to wonder about stranded assets. What if that oil and gas was never developed because of the shift to renewables? What if that pipeline only generates cash for 10 years instead of 50 because there isn't the product to go through it? And then to cap it all, you had COVID with its demand destruction that briefly took crude oil prices negative in April of 2020 because people weren't driving and we were running out of places to store the stuff. But now these three headwinds have turned into tailwinds. That's what's coming up in numerous conversations with investors nowadays. First, the days of big spending are over. 
pipeline companies have cut their capital spending by two thirds from its peak, and there's little appetite to let it go back up. Spending less money on new projects means there's more cash left over for other things like dividend hikes, share buybacks, and reduced leverage. So companies have flipped from overspending to returning cash to shareholders. They're actually bending over backwards to reduce their carbon emissions. Yesterday, ExxonMobil was one of the worst offenders, laid out a credible plan to reach net zero greenhouse gas emissions. This after a small firm won a proxy fight uh, to put us some genuine environmentalists on the board of directors. Chevron's committed to spending $10 billion to develop less carbon-intensive fuels and processes. Original plan was only $3 billion, but CEO Mike Worth decided not enough. The second headwind was the energy transition, but that's also turning around. The energy crisis in Europe is showing that demand for reliable energy, like natural gas, remains strong. Nobody is rushing out to bid up the price of windmills. The efficiency of traditional energy is being recognized as vital. The world will use more of all kinds of energy in the years ahead, as demand to raise living standards in emerging economies like China and India remains unstoppable. In fact, every energy company has a plan for how it will be part of the energy transition. So instead of climate change being a threat to the energy sector, it's turning out that these companies are vital to handling the energy transition in a way that's not disruptive. And finally, COVID is receding. America and most rich world countries are ready to move on. Even left-wing governors like Phil Murphy from my home state of New Jersey has recognized this by announcing the end of mandatory masks for school children, a step that was long overdue. If the Biden administration wants to claim victory over COVID, they'll drop the mask requirement on public transport so that we can all fly normally. Anybody who wants to can wear a mask. But if I feel safe, leave me alone. Energy demand continues to rise, pushing up crude oil prices. This is what we're discussing with investors every day. The three headwinds, overspending, the energy transition, and COVID have become tailwinds. Dividend yields are over 6%. They're too high. They're well covered by free cash flow. And in some cases, dividends are being raised. The ongoing rally in the sector will gradually bring yields down. Kramer was late to realize that the tide had turned, but he did at least use his TV show recently to explain why he'd changed his mind. Many investors that we're talking to are starting to do the same thing. Thank you for listening to SL Advisors Talks Markets. To find more episodes like this one, go to our website, sl-advisors.com. There you can sign up for our blog, follow us on iTunes, Spotify, and follow us on Twitter, at Simon Lack.